This is an excerpt from Different Ways, Revealing the Feminine by Seal, published 2020. Chapter 1, The Beehive, Part 2. Turn on, tune in, drop out. Grotowski, brilliant, unsung, and timely. Part of his teaching, as I understand it, was to remove the distance between the audience and the theatrical performance. Destroy the role and let the authentic personality exist on its own to embody the telling. Let the pure human story emerge naturally as myths on an unquestionable human level that would resonate and move the audience into their own sense of self and dissolve the divide. I'm not sure if he questions humanity's need to leave the truth of who they are for adopting a role to play in society, but that seed was planted in me via this experience. At that time, this kind of lucidity was considered unstable, certainly no kind of goal for an actor who sought a role in conventional theater. All of this was beyond my ken. My experience with the beehive was, however, locked in the cellular memory of my body. I secretly believed myself unfit for whatever kind of normal lives people lived. Determined to be safe, I was like a wild thing released from its cage, and as the cage door stood open, I would pace in a circle within. I could not perceive anything beyond the cage as being real. I hadn't the courage nor the strength to recognize it, not yet. Much later, I would develop critical thinking skills. But it was this time of naive openness and vulnerability that I found my spirit-body-mind connection, and I certainly received a measure of feral abandon and alternative connecting in that beehive to let me know a reservoir of wild existed in my body, and within it was my real seat of power. There is an addendum to the story, and it came years later when I sat down in the 80s to view a video cassette of a movie called My Dinner with Andre. Surprising to me, it was about relationships, the theater roles, and Grotowski. I had picked this film up by chance, and after watching it, I was shocked and spellbound as I reflected upon what an enormous yet mysterious influence that experience still had on me so long after the fact. All of the facets, Antoine de Saint-Ansbury and my obsession at one time with Fintorn notwithstanding, the beehive really had taught me how to disentangle from many unfortunate projections and trajectories of my ego mind by allowing me to utilize my body consciousness. It played a large part in my being able to navigate my life and heal wounds through acknowledging and validating my gut instinct, despite what my mind was insisting upon and filtering. Within that beehive experience, along with the spiritual emergence that I experienced prior to that, the seeds were planted to consider doing things differently. An authentic life, one hidden from myself, is in my body's voice the voice I used to talk to myself with, 
and hide when it does not comply with my design of what I decide I want for myself in any given moment. In retrospect, I think of the beehive as a kind of a medicine. By rights, even though the violence I experienced as a teen was deeply suppressed at this time, psychology would suggest the locker room scenario should have triggered that traumatic memory in some form. The fact that it didn't proposes that a shocking experience from my past was beginning to heal naturally through new events. It appeared that healing of certain kinds of human wounding is done by doing it over with a positive outcome. This supported what I was learning at the time regarding other lives and reenactment too. Could we heal multiple life wounds in one life? In reflection, years later, I began to wonder about walking through a life intent on healing trauma and karma and what that would look like in this modern world. It seems the first order of business in healing anything was developing courage, friending fears, and recognizing the self in all manner of choices. This is contrary to many practices of healing trauma as I understand them exercised today. I would spend the rest of my life trying to understand this different way. I would push my darkness, shaking and recoiling from the light of day, out into the world, while pulling on all the dark suppressed afterbirth of hidden human wildness with it to have its say. Thank you for listening.